Cool. So today I'm here with Mr. Andrew Tan. He's an e-commerce expert. He has been doing e-commerce for the past 13 years and has been teaching at, with a proven system on how to use um, the internet to make money, right? So um, maybe you can share a little bit about your journey, like how when you first started, do you have success straight away or you failed a little bit? And uh, what? Yeah. Wow. Uh, interesting question, Rob. I... I actually failed many, many times uh, and uh, my journey to the success or my journey to my first million dollars, actually I paid a lot of price uh, for the wrong things. Uh. Like uh, I, I followed a few mentors previously from America that promises that uh, wow, within a short period of time, put a bit of effort and you can grow to become uh, making at least five, six figures a month, even hit million dollars a month. So those were times like uh, in 2005 mm. that I was buying into a lot of all these um, American speakers. Uh. And turns out quite a lot of them don't deliver on what they promise. Right? Mm. And uh, they take your money and then after that, they teach you things that are so superficial. Mm. But see, the thing is that along the way, I always felt that the internet had its future of its own. Mm. As you know that we, we already see um, signs in retail Correct. where online business is slowly, slowly affecting offline business. So we saw this uh, a long time ago. And then uh, when I was starting my eBay journey in, in, uh, in 2007, that was when I first started selling on eBay. That so time. the first platform you did was eBay? Yeah, okay. first one was eBay. And uh, that time I wasn't making a lot of money. I was like trying out everything on my own uh, to see whether it works or not. Making about 500 to $800 US a month, which I know okay. wasn't enough. Profit. Uh, that was net profit. Net yeah. profit yeah. But still, that net profit wasn't yeah, enough yeah, to correct. feed, feed a like family. a family and all yeah. that. Yeah. Of course, that time Young don't have family yet. Uh, yeah. yet la. But see, the thing still is that, young, still young. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, with, with eBay, I decided to get myself a mentor. And uh, I, I paid my mentor quite a sum of money. Uh, and he's from, he's from Canada. And uh, when I had to even travel quite far to go and learn this skill. But then one true thing that I really uh, discovered about, about selling on eBay is can, you can make use of big data, you can make use of software to do research to really find out um, what can make money first, then you spend your money to buy stocks. That's why right from the early days, I, I already had this concept that, that making money, sometimes you can make, you can lose. But if you know how to find out things where uh, the profit is there and you will not lose money and there's demand in, in those things, uh, you, you are almost 95% sure of making money with, with that product. I see. Yeah. So, um, what are the, sh how many like products are you selling now or how many shops do you, like e online shops do you have now? Or? Uh, I, I actually have quite a few businesses okay. and uh, I started off selling electronics. And uh, electronics was my main niche uh, for for about seven years, mm -hmm. and then as as my evolution went, like I started with products where it's like 
um, OEM or no brand kind of products. They're just functional and they, they may even perform as well as a branded good. But then the prices are cheaper. Okay. So so from that's China why uh, from China. All my all my stuff come from China. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, from from those products that I started, I realized that uh, it, it's, it's a really easy way to start. You, you find out what actually sells well. Mm -hmm. Then after that, you go on to websites in China. You go and find out uh, these products. Is it still selling well there? Mm -hmm. And then after that, take those products at a lower price and bring it back to Singapore to sell. Okay. Uh, so, so, so basically, you see that if that market can absorb that product, yeah. Singapore should be able to absorb that product. Yeah. Or America should be able to absorb the same product. Exactly okay. the same. It, it was, there was a bit of trial and error. But then, uh, of course, there are products where um, they are quite... Uh, no-brainer kind yeah, yeah. or like earphones la, uh, bluetooth earpiece la, speakers la, or iphone covers iphone but tables, if everyone these. else is selling the same thing then what's your competitive edge see here's what i see as the evolution mm. of e-commerce many people when they start the e-commerce that time they will start off selling things that everybody are selling but then the problem with that is competition. Yeah, correct. Competition, the this you can be selling well for one month and suddenly somebody else come with correct. with the same product and then there'll be a, a price war. Mm -hmm. That's why the way I, I look at e-commerce is when you start knowing what sells well already, you should have an edge of packaging things together mm -hmm. or bundling things together as what your competitors don't do. Okay. And then when you gain certain market share, and uh, at the same time, gain some database of customers. Mm -hmm. when, when you get your... Um, so backtrack, what I'm saying here is that when you sell online, you will always get the customer's name, contact details, all that. You should keep that as your form of your database. Mm -hmm. So while on one hand you are selling, this database is accumulating. Mm -hmm. Then when you, ask, when you accumulate a database, even though a competitor can come in to sell the same product that you're selling, you can always have this database where you can bundle something new and mm. go um, uh, uh, go sell to the same existing customers a new product bundle. So a new product line. In, in a way, like yeah. a new product package. Okay. But ultimately, what I see as the way that you can make yourself different in e-commerce is you've got to have your own brand. Oh. And, and that's why I created uh, Singapore's first diaper brand. Yeah. Uh, Pikapu. Pikapu. <laughs> and uh, Pikapu, and I just tell you, I'm not even a diaper expert yeah, at all. Yeah. The, main, the main thing was that I, I did a bit of homework yeah. uh, and I found out that this was an industry that could be disrupted. And, uh, and because this industry had a lot of traditional distribution channels where they go through uh, sole distributor, wholesaler, mm -hmm. uh, and then you know so the whole cut, process. So it cuts yeah. away all the middlemen. Yeah. So now I become the the manufacturer. Yeah. Where I do private labeling. In other words, that means go find a, a supplier that they have what existing formulas or existing Correct. ingredients or existing yeah. molds. Correct. And all you do is just change that that branding to your own branding. Correct. So and, that's a big thing. Uh, it's called private labeling. Okay? Yeah. It's a huge business model altogether. And what I'm showing you here today is really the cutting edge of e-commerce. What's the yes. future going to happen Correct. in e-commerce? And, and uh, uh, once you have your own brand, yeah. now you are the manufacturer, mm. brand owner, making mm. use of internet to go to the end consumer. And what does this mean? Now you can literally give consumers a better quality product mm. 
but at the same price as what your competitors Correct. are selling. Yeah, and because you have that, uh, yeah, you become a low cost producer. You will have an economic moat. Means it is not so easy for someone else to compete with you. Yeah. Because you can produce it cheaper, or you have the brand and all that, right? Yeah. And I always say that there are four levels of a business, right? The first level is uh. Uh, products, right? Products and services. So, like, let's say I buy and sell a normal shoe. So, maybe $5 for a pair of, like, China shoes, right? Then after that, there's marketing, sales, and branding, right? So, like, why LV bag is worth, like, $2,000, $8,000? It's because of marketing, sales, and branding. Mm-hmm. Then the third level of business, right, is a platform business. So, you look at Uber, uh, Uber, Alibaba, Facebook. These are all platform businesses, right? Um, Uber doesn't own any taxis. It's the biggest uh, taxi provider. Alibaba doesn't own any inventory, it's the biggest, uh, you know, Amazon biggest doesn't, yeah, it's the yeah. b- biggest marketplace. Yeah. So, um, uh, platform business be, uh, is the third level of business. The yeah. fourth level of business, the highest level, right, is an ecosystem business. That's why Alibaba comes like Alipay, Grab also comes like GrabPay. They create a whole ecosystem. Uber has Uber Eats. They have a whole ecosystem that all support each other. And when you can create a business as an ecosystem business, right, yeah. Then that's where you have a very strong economic mode, right? And yeah. number one, investors will invest in you. Number two, you have competitive edge. Number three, you can grow very, very fast. Yeah, all this sounds really great, you know. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. And and you see, at the end of the day, whoever who are viewers, mm. we still, I, I feel we still got to think about yeah. at the most basic level. Yeah, yeah. If they're thinking of where <laughs> they are starting, why, what should they be yeah. looking at? And, and like, you do Facebook marketing and it's all... If you really find that correct thing or correct vehicle to start, yeah. then Facebook marketing just enhances it to make it correct, correct. a lot yeah. bigger. Now, do I have a marker here? I would say social media is uh, is this? Uh, ah, give me that that. Yeah. Uh, is this permanent? Give me one sec. Uh, yeah, pause sure. here. Yeah. Now, coming back to really about uh, where do I come from? when you are total newbie and you have no idea where you should be starting. Mm. I'll give you a bit of a background of my, my journey about doing a lot of wrong things. That was I actually when I started off, I did uh, drop shipping and uh, mm. later on just to... Uh, when I did drop shipping, uh, that was in my thought the easiest way to make money because um, uh, I could don't hold inventory okay. And then I can I can go, um, I can still make money by sending just customers to buy from manufacturer. Okay, just a bit of background on what dropshipping is, right? So it's basically, okay, let's say I own the shop, right? Uh, I own the online shop. So customers buy from my online shop, but from, let's say, China, it ships directly to them. Means the China doesn't ship to me, then ships to them. It, it ships directly to them. So this way, you, you don't have to hold inventory and you can, you know, you can, you can, basically your job is in sales and marketing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to take care of fulfillment, you don't have to take care of product manufacturing, you don't have to take care of all these kind of things. Yeah, yeah. all these actually sounds good, you know, yeah. but he, this is the reality of what yeah. what happened when I did dropshipping. You see, that there, there is like yeah, the, the manufacturer. Yeah. What's the role of the manufacturer to manufacture the products, right? Then there is the customer. customer. What's the role of the customer? Buy the products. Then there is you, also known as the seller. What is your role? Is to find the customer to buy the product from the manufacturer, correct? In this relationship, you find the customer, okay? The manufacturer delivers the product to the customer. But then, uh, also, oh sorry, and one more thing. Then the money is actually split between you and the manufacturer. A lot of people think, wow, this is such a wonderful model. <laughs> but this is the reality of this model. Yeah. 
you will always be spending advertising dollars to find customers and in fact which is more expensive to get i mean you you answer me since you are talking okay to to spend money to find a new customer to buy from you or to get an existing customer of to course, buy again from you which of is course more an expensive. existing customer it costs seven times more to get a new customer than an existing customer yeah it's correct so you know that it's always the new customer that, that's the most expensive correct. so in this kind of scenario we always spend the advertising dollar to find that new customer mm. but when the new customer gets the products when the manufacturer delivers the products within the package they'll put their yeah. own contact details, Correct. their own brochures and all that. And then the repeat sales goes to who? The manufacturer. The manufacturer. Yeah. That's why in that's why I realized that I can be spending so much money driving and driving, uh, driving, driving, driving. In the end, I earn hardly anything at yeah. all. And another logic that I found out was that if let's say the uh, the stock the the risk of clearing that inventory is on the hands of the manufacturer then obviously the manufacturer would command the higher profit margin yes no mm. so in this relationship you always be getting very very small yeah. uh, commissions only Correct. and it doesn't make sense for the ads that you yeah, spend on that yeah so so i i made that kind of of mistake and but then again there are people who do dropshipping and make a lot of money they do if they if they actually find a dropshipper that first uh, honors the agreement that they want yeah. they won't put in their own stuff Contact, yeah. and uh, they are they have a good budget to spend on ads Correct. and the key thing in that kind of relationship that actually works mm. is the seller himself oh. must be willing to commit to the 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 manufacturer a very high volume every month okay so that person must be really good to commit that high volume mm. uh, that's why when we come for for newbies um, the easiest way, in my opinion, for newbies to start uh, is this. Uh, now, to start an internet business, you must always have a website, agree? Yeah, of course. Okay, you must have products, you must have sales copies or sales letters yeah. to be able to sell your products, okay. and you must have traffic. Yeah. Is this correct? Correct. That, that's an internet business. Yeah. Now then, then uh, the thing is, so many businesses on the internet require all these four. And traffic, in my opinion, not everyone as a new person has got that much talent and really mm. skills to, to drive, to drive traffic. traffic. Yeah. You agree with me on that? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so instead, I mean, it's easy to learn Facebook marketing, but yeah. to master it's not master easy. Master is not yeah. easy at all. Yeah. That's why when 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 i started my journey of really i need to make money and i need to make money fast and i need my money to be secure and safe mm. then i realized that okay say this is the whole internet marketing world okay, okay. internet marketing right and yet there are things like uh, affiliate marketing there's seo there are uh, direct response yeah uh, banner ads, ads banner ads the, uh, youtube ads uh, yeah social media, media ads yeah okay social media etc yeah. you know right yeah all these actually all can make money yeah but yet the learning curve for the new person was so big you know including me at that time yeah. i was like what the hell are all these you know i <laughs> oh. i never even heard of all these things okay. then in the end in the internet world i decided to choose that little small circle called marketplace marketing mm. 
And this includes what? Like eBay, Amazon, Amazon, Lazada, Amazon, Q10, Lazada, etc. etc. You know, right? Yeah. And why why I chose all these? Because all these websites have got one thing in common: traffic. Yeah. Traffic. So the the four things that I said just now, yeah. right? Website. Now you don't even need to worry about website anymore. <laughs> okay. Then products, mm. of course, you still need to have products. Sales, copy. Still need. Hardly anything really. It's just like a, few bullet, the, the a few bullet points yeah. from the, the instruction manual yeah, yeah. or the box of the item. Okay. So sales, copy, don't even need to bother anymore. And the most big thing, traffic. Okay? You don't even need to bother about traffic anymore. Mm. That's why that time when, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I'm not uh, technically savvy at all. My mm. computer skills are like uh, close to hopeless. And, uh, okay. Okay, I just know how to use email, uh, Facebook, uh. Uh, this kind of thing. Very, very common. Really. And yeah, I now realize that if I choose this little circle, yeah. I only need to focus on finding the correct products. Mm. And that's why I, I made it easy. Remember I said earlier about the... Um, um, big data, okay. That's why when I realized that that the internet has got softwares that you can use to study human buying patterns, mm. that tells you what is in trend now. Yeah. How much does it sell? How much competitors there are? Can you make a good profit margin? Mm. How sustainable is this product? Mm. You now, when you can answer all these questions, suddenly making money became. A lot more easier compared to the rest. Yeah, I think I think making money at the end of the day, right? It's a lot about arbitrage, demand and supply. How do you uh. find that gap, right, between demand and supply, mm. where um the supplier doesn't know how to get to the consumer, mm. and that's where when you come in to buy the product low and sell it high, right? That that's where all the opportunities are. Whether is it real estate, is buying and selling, right? Whether is it buying shares, buying and selling. Whether is it buying products, buying and selling. Whether you own a business, buying and selling. Mm. Yeah, everything's about sales, everything's about buying and selling. Mm -hmm. It's about finding the, the arbitrage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think um, he has a crystal ball niche a software. Yeah, I got big data software. Yeah, he has a big data that software answers that, that, that what, can help what should find you sell what's the products. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So um which so there are so many platforms, right? What yeah. would you recommend? Focus on one platform or do multiple platforms? Yeah. Um that's also another interesting yeah. thought, you know, like like many people ask, should you be selling overseas or should you be selling local? Should you be selling in Amazon? Should you be selling big platforms mm. and all that? I, I come back with a, a, in a question. Like, would you prefer to be a small fish in the big ocean or would you like to be a big fish in a small pond? Correct. So, everyone else is asking that same, same question. Yeah. Then there's the answer like, uh, I want to be the ocean. You or... want to be the ocean? <laughs> You can, the platform itself. can yeah. but you need to first remember before you even become an ocean, yeah. you'll first be a droplet of water. Correct, correct. And and if if, if the person whoever wants to conquer the internet mm -hmm. or have a big internet business, if they don't even have the little bit of basics, uh, correct. Um, then then there's no foundation to build on. Right. Okay, so basically what we are talking about, right? Even though we are talking in like uh, yeah. analogies, right? Yeah. So he's saying, do you want to be a, a big player in a in a small market? So you you become you have the monopoly, you dominate the market, 
or would you rather be a small player in a big market so there's a lot of competition the other fish can easily eat you because you don't have an economic mode right yeah. and I said I'd rather be the ocean means you become the platform means if you are Amazon itself if you are Q10 itself then um, everyone is swimming within your ocean right but of course uh, it's not so easy to build a platform and that's why I say it's the third level or the fourth level of business which is ecosystem business yeah, yeah. And, and I really have a heart for people who are new and want mm. to start lah. Mm. and my take is this you should always start at where you are most comfortable with mm. the, the least amount of effort that makes Correct. the money first Correct. then as you train yourself well and you get get more understanding of what is this this business that you are in then you can expand and scale up more uh, uh, yeah. to overseas markets Correct. so which is why after selling on eBay yeah. uh, so what's the answer? big fish in small pond or? both the answer is both both the answer is really both, oh, both but okay. there is a sequence oh. the sequence is not try to bite off too much until you cannot yeah. chew yeah. but is to start off with some manageable um, uh, business model like mm. selling on Q10 which is very local to local mm. selling to Lazada local to local yeah. so that it's easily controlled you know because anything that happens that can go wrong all it takes is one phone call the customer things are settled but if it's, if it's in the USA it's so far away you can get a, one bad review your account gets suspended and yeah. shut down yeah. and in the end it's like you, you could have already spent in 30 or 50 thousand dollars to buy a huge amount of stock mm. and put it into into in the USA mm -hmm. or if if uh, I mean I don't want to mention any other models uh, yeah. just to be fair lah. but it could be that people already spend a lot of money on inventory and this mm. inventory gets stuck and cannot be sold because of account problems then it's crazy whatever business principles that he's teaching with regards to internet marketing right applies for business as well it applies for any kind of business yeah, yeah true you know whether you're a big fish in a small pond it applies for business as well not just internet marketing yeah and okay so so you would recommend going local first dominate the market first then yeah. be a small fish in a um my 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 way of doing things yeah. is the the sequence works like yeah. that find out what is the niche that you are looking mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. that actually does well okay test it out on local marketplaces where it's easily controlled Okay. Q10, Lazada, Shopee, Carousel, etc. Mm. So that once you know that this product that you selected actually starts selling well, yeah. then you go multiple channels. Mm. Multiple channels, uh, multiple websites, you mm. can do deal sites, you can even start your own uh, website using Shopify as a yeah, platform, yeah. whatsoever. But only when you've tested the product to know that it sells well, and and um, then you move on to multiple platforms mm. and when you start to move to multiple platforms at time remember that it's not always about just selling one product but it's mm. about what one product can be that lead product where you can cross sell and upsell multiple other products mm -hmm. so the customer has got a choice to buy more bundles and okay. when, when when that happens really then you move overseas so that's so the strategy is to know how to uh, rather than just sell one product, you create you, you sell bundles. Uh. You sell I, bundles. I think that's yeah. The, that's the yeah. Just like if you if if you go to any, um, I mean retail shop. Any retail shop, even even if you, like I just went to the IT show, you know, mm. and I bought an electric scooter. Mm. But then with the electric scooter, always come the upsells of the yeah. one this these lights to go with it, do you want the, the whatever meter and right. all that so it only makes sense that customers will say hey I don't mind buying more mm. because it enhances 
or is related to the first product that I bought. And it's always important to remember that that um, if your as a seller, mm. your job is to offer. Mm. It is the choice of the customer to say whether they want to buy or do not want to buy. Mm-hmm. But as long as you offer and you offer things that are related to what the customers want to buy, yeah. even if not a hundred percent buy, say fifty, sixty percent buy, it's no, still only like ten percent, ten in, 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 if you come if you come in from the internet world it's ten percent. Uh, uh, uh. But in the marketplace world, uh. it's actually about fifty percent. Okay. Yeah, because it's it's a very much smaller ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. And and the the ten uh, percent of this yeah. is kind of like fifty percent of this. Uh. And it's kinda of like two two different kind of worlds. And what you realize in in, in marketplace marketing, your control of your bundle sales or your your responsiveness or bundle sales will always be higher than if you go through the whole. So would you say your your competitive edge lies in okay the the difference between a good seller and a bad seller on marketplace in marketplace marketing mm. is how they uh, how they research their product. Yeah, correct. That that's that's yeah. the that's, that's the, the main key point. not so much how they sell or how they persuade or how they yeah. they can write the copy or yeah. Because out of these four steps, right, yeah. the next step will be to create your own brand already mm-hmm. on things that you already know sell very well yeah. and you'll know exactly what bundles you need to create and yeah. create your own brand on it. Okay, so uh. remember the f- fifth step. Uh? Okay. Yeah, that's why the, the beginning is really about selecting that correct product and, and my take on this is that too many people fall in love with products that does not sell. Mm. And we hear people do business. They say, "Oh, this, uh, this, this supplement is like so amazing. The mm. whole world can need it. Right. Anti aging, You, know, blah, blah. you yeah. hear a lot of people say these kind of things like uh. they product. But to me, it's like if the data does not show that there are customers buying this product and making that amount of profit mm. margin, I won't even touch it. I understand. Okay. Uh, so, what do you think is the outlook of the trend of like Amazon or? Have you sold on Amazon or that before? Yeah, I have. Actually, everywhere can make money. To be honest, everywhere really can make money. Everywhere uh, can even carousel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a question of uh, where, what niche you, you want to focus on uh, and uh, how big is your, your learning curve. Okay. If you just sell maybe on carousel alone, I think no, like, not so good. <laughs> uh, you won't <laughs> make that big money. Because it's the local yeah. market. Yeah, but at the same time, as, as a product seller, I would say sell on every platform. That's why I came up with this concept called the one niche domination So strategy. sell on every platform? Sell on every platform. Okay, okay. You start off with where you're comfortable with. Okay. And then sell, once you know that this product, this product works. already works with really, duplicate, on duplicate on. this on as many websites as you I can, see. local and overseas. Okay. Because as long as you know that uh, this product sells, mm. each platform has got traffic. Whether it be big or small traffic, yeah. it will always bring you a certain amount of sales. Correct, correct. Yeah. And there are actually software. And so there's no need to drive any ads or anything at all. Or no, there's no need okay, to, to, other than buying products, is there any other investment that people need to come up with? Um in the beginning you don't have to drive any ads whatsoever. In fact, okay. by selecting the correct product itself is like half the battle won already. Mm. Then once once you there are strategies on how you can do promotions mm. to enhance your sales. Mm. So the key thing is once you have found the correct product, that in itself would attract the customer to come in the back. Then after that it'll be things like how do you appear on top of page one search page? 
Okay. Um, so you have strategies there, for that. There are strategies for okay. that, and and they are all built into the marketplace itself. Yeah, yeah. That, and different marketplaces yeah, have different algorithms. Yeah, okay. and and uh, uh, the another good thing about marketplaces is that when you are when your product starts picking up, mm. they will always attach an account manager to you. Mm. And it's kind of like you have a staff that works for you, but you don't have to pay for their salary, mm. and yet they are dedicated to helping you into the account. So, like take Q10 for example, there will be a Q10 account manager. They will ask you what you need, uh, uh, in order to sell better, and then they'll they'll even help you with uh, promotions. Sometimes sponsor promotions for you. Uh, sometimes they even sponsor you money. So, for example, they have a big campaign coming up. Say your product is originally selling for like forty five dollars, you know, and then they will say, "Can you sell at thirty nine ninety?" You know, mm. and then and then um uh, they will say, "Okay, I'm willing to sponsor you." That difference between thirty nine ninety to forty five dollars, know, and 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 you sell at thirty nine ninety so that we can have that big push yeah. of customers. So they actually do sponsor money as well, uh, okay. uh, and they guarantee your sales uh-huh. as well. So okay. good. Uh, another good thing about <laughs> marketplaces, okay. uh, so um, no other money they have to spend uh? You have to sometimes realistically um um advertising advertising yeah, mostly it's about advertising uh placement position of place or placement on the home or you, page. Or you advertise on the platform itself. On the it? platform itself, uh, yeah. So you yeah, advertise the like Amazon ads or you advertise Q10 ads. Yeah. So let's let's talk about got it, got it. advertising per se yeah, now. Yeah. Like there there are the the um um, native ads. Yeah. There's Facebook ads. Mm. There's Google ads. Mm. All these are the ad networks that are all over the internet. Correct, correct. But yet within marketplaces, they have their own ad network yeah, itself correct, in correct. their own ecosystem, yeah. where it allows you to position yourself in the high ranking pages. Mm. So, for example, on the top of uh, page one of the search page, yeah. on the home page of the ex- uh, actual website, or on the deals page and all that. Sometimes you need to pay a little bit of money, mm. but yet the amount that you pay can be very small. It can mm. be like one dollar a day uh-huh. to five dollars a day. Okay. You know, I was reading this book uh, by Philip Kotler. So Philip Kotler is the father of modern marketing, right? He's the professor. He writes all the business books about marketing. And he said, and the title of the book is Marketing 4.0. So he said, Marketing 1.0 is product-centric marketing. means the, the companies have a product and it's product-centric. So the way they market is based on how to sell this product. Mm. Marketing 2.0 is customer-centric, okay? Which means um, they think what is the needs of the customer and they create a product to satisfy the needs of the customer. So they don't start from the product first, they start from the customer first and they work backwards to what product they need. Marketing 3.0 is uh, human-centric marketing. It means they look at consumers as actual people and they interact with people like, like people rather than just a uh, mass email and all that now they interact with their clients so that that's human centric marketing and marketing 4.0 right is from traditional to digital marketing uh, uh, yeah from traditional to digital marketing which means right now right a lot of changes in the way people do marketing number one communication is now two ways right uh every platform that you see right uber grab all that right all got feedbacks go on Amazon or that. So nowadays, right, it's very hard to scam people or it's very hard to get away with it because um, if you just do one thing bad one time, the reputation yeah, just goes. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. it goes viral. Yeah, it goes viral. Yeah. And, and social media. So right now, right, because of social media, because of how interconnected the world is, right, yeah. the, the power goes back to the consumers where they get to share about their experience yeah. and all that. Yeah. yeah. So um, now that we know we are 
living in marketing 4.0, we need to use marketing 4.0 techniques rather than being stuck in, oh, how to sell a product, how to sell a product. We need to be thinking, how can we, you know, be part of this whole ecosystem, yeah. Uh, I, I like to think simple, mm-hmm. and I want to quote Jeff Bezos yeah. here, okay? Amazon, mm. when, when I had the privilege of going to meet up with the executives of Amazon to mm. understand how they work mm. things out, I, um, they, they always remember one thing, like Jeff Bezos said, <coughs> there was an interviewer that asked him, so tell me what's going to change in yeah. the next 10 years, you know, so that uh. they can be prepared, you know. Yeah. And then Jeff Bezos said, why talk about what's going to change in the next 10 years, but rather I would work on what will never change in the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. For example, customers are always want better quality, uh-huh. cheaper price, yeah. faster shipping. Correct. So if you know that these kind of things will never change, yeah. then like we, what you, you say, work back from the customer. Yeah. So reverse engineer from in the end, what you know is the end result that the customer mm-hmm. wants and reverse back to give them what yeah. they want. I think reverse engineering is also a huge business principle, it's also a huge success tip. Um, marketing is all about reverse engineering your customer, thinking who yeah. is your target market and then reverse engineering there and uh, who who will want your product and then working backwards, okay, how do I reach the person? Do I reach them through Facebook ads? Do I reach them through a marketplace or what? Yeah. The, the X factor, mm. I mean, since you're on this topic, I feel that the X factor is still relationships. Mm. Because not, it has it, always been yeah. from 5,000 years ago. Yeah, and, and the, true. And <laughs> a lot of marketers forget that sometimes automation feels robotic. Yeah. But if you can communicate with your customer like as though you are talking to them as a friend, or you, you even market to them a product, you are not trying to sell them, mm. but you are really trying to be a friend to say that, hey, um, these are your needs. First find out these are mm. their needs. Mm. Then uh, I noticed that there might be this product mm. that could cater to your correct, needs. Correct. And chat with them as a friend, the sales, the, the transaction happens. But of course, um, if everything is not automated, it's very hard to scale also. Right? If, if uh, let's say you got a million buyers, how are you going to chat with each other? Hey, what? Um, you need software. You need uh, software yeah. that can customize human touch. That, that's not human touch anymore. If you have I, a software to customize human touch, that's not human touch anymore. Give you an example. Uh, you know many many chat. Yeah. Okay. Many chat is like um um like WhatsApp or like mm. Facebook uh, messenger chat. Yeah. But in a way, you can lead the customer uh. down a like role playing game style. Uh. Um, so customers stays, get started or oh, something yeah, yeah, and course, then you can ask them a question they go correct, yes correct, or correct. no but it's still but they know it's automated like I've been for webinars yeah. right yeah. I, I've been for webinars that are live where you know that the person is actually talking to you and answering your question or they actually say your name then you know that oh, it's definitely a live webinar True. and I've been for webinars that there's the chat this fun, uh, chat function is disabled or that I know it's a I know it's a automated webinar I mean yeah. there's nothing wrong with that it's just that yeah. um, with automation Automation means no human touch. There's no way you yeah. can automate human touch unless you have a fleet of employees. Then you know you are automating human touch in a way. In a way, yeah. yes, you you got a point there. Yeah. At the same time, the the main point I'm saying here is, while you have automation, yeah. the communication oh, yeah. style within the automation 
needs to feel like it's a friend talking to a friend. Correct, correct. Then that way, automation, human touch kind of just integrates. Yes. It's a fine line. You yeah. can say that that's no longer human or whatever. But then, what the, what, what the customers remember is always what they feel about you. And if they can feel like you are a friend to them, the transaction happens much easier. I understand. Yeah. So um, right now, which is your strongest platform that gives you the most? Um, my strongest platform? Uh. Right now, it is still Q10 and Lazada. Q10 and, Q10 and, Lazada. and Lazada locally. Okay. Uh, on the side, I use Shopify for my own brand. Okay. Yeah, okay. And uh, how I integrate the two, is I make but, but but since you don't wait, believe yeah, okay. listen to this yeah, one yeah, okay. explain this, 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 this is a very important point every website is always concerned about traffic and leads yes right. or no yes and to spend a lot of money to get traffic and leads you still have to put your traffic and leads down through a conversion path before they buy something yes mm. or no correct so in when I use marketplace marketing, why I say Q10 and Lazada is still the number one for me. Yeah. Is because Q10 and Lazada already has got ready traffic for me to use products to lead the customers in. Yes, correct. But once I've got them in ready, I've got ways to get them converted to become my leads to buy on my Shopify website. Oh, okay. So okay. So basically what he's doing is Taking the leads from the marketplace, bringing it into his own ecosystem where he has his own products, and because if let's say, uh, okay, like why I would never channel Facebook ads leads to an Amazon page, right? Is because, um, Amazon will up uh, will like tell them, hey, do you want this other product, which is my competitor's product instead, right? So what he does is, he sells on Amazon and he takes the leads from Amazon, back into his own. Got it. Yeah, and then once. <laughs> Once those leads come back and they become part of your database, milk that relationship with them. Yeah, yeah. And of course, my my niche is the baby. Uh, it's a baby's niche. Yeah, yeah. So so, so that's your so, main business now. Ah, uh, Pikapu. That's it's called Pikapu because P E K A P O O. P E E K A P O O. It's Pikapu dot com basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and 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 when I've got all these database of people coming in that are focused on buying baby products, yeah. I can give them educational. Tools. I can mm, give them tips. Yes. I can give them so many. And you build things, a whole you know? community. Correct. Ah, uh, yeah. The next, the next part about marketing is a uh, community marketing because the best way to create customer loyalty, right? Yeah. Yes, you can have a good product and all that, but the best way to create customer loyalty, right, is that yeah. you must create your, your, your business like a religion. You must create your business like a family. Uh, when when people feel like they are at home. In your in the community where, uh, like okay, let's say, uh, you create a SG Mums, uh, Facebook group. So everyone else is an SG Mum. They feel that they're part of the community. They contribute. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I bought these pampers for my son. It's good. Yeah. Uh, and within the... within every community, there will always be influencers. Yeah. There will be always that informal leader, uh, and somehow or rather, when when within your own database or even if you use forums and all, once you identify that person, mm. make that person a special friend. Mm. Make that person somebody that that you give something extra, Correct. just to say help me do a shout. Understand. And that one person suddenly brings you a whole lot more customers. Understand. Cool. Then you can put them through the system again, <laughs> and get the database, and then yeah. they become your database. And you, so you have you done social process. media influencers marketing before? Uh, yes, I have, and oh. and not directly, but I do have a team that takes care of uh, mm. social media marketing. No influencers. Influ- influencers yeah, as well. Yeah. 
yeah, they they use like some I used to sell um, cosmetics. So yeah, I will I will engage uh them right yeah. to do a post for me. So some of them got like fifty thousand uh, followers, right? Yeah, right? And then uh one post they post can get like four thousand likes. Which yeah. if I spend money on Facebook ads, I might not get as much. Uh, I I have used quite a few before. Uh, uh. And uh, uh, but I'm I'm that kind of guy who try not to spend that much yeah, money. Yeah, of course, of course. So so I will always make use of products exchange. Yeah. For the the oh, marketing charts. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So if there's one last tip that you wanna um share with them on like how to get started or how to just open a, a store or how to find a product or there's one last. Um. Just this started. this may sound out of context to what we are talking about internet marketing and all that um, but it's definitely got a lot to do with success mm. and we can talk about all the vehicles and all the techniques yeah, and yeah. whatever that we are doing Correct. at the end of the day what makes a person successful or not in my opinion is this one word grit g-r-i-t mm. grit is more than perseverance mm. you know it's, it's like when when it's a sense of knowing that once you keep continue doing what you're doing, focusing right. on the giving the value that you're giving, the money will come along the way. Mm. And that grit is such a survivor instinct within every human being uh, that I feel if each individual can have some form of hunger some that will develop some form of grit, mm. they will become successful. Mm. And uh, I al- also always believe that every successful person has some form of responsibility or burden that they have to fulfill just like some you need to take care of your family mm. you need to put food on the table you need, and 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 it's it's kind of like a polarization in order for you to to be wealthy you need to recognize poverty mm-hmm. i don't say you need to be poor but you need to recognize what is that in order to appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. And and it all comes down to that individual understanding that this is my spectrum. Mm. Where am I on that spectrum? Mm. And if I ever want to get to that next level, I need to first inside me have that hunger mm. and that survival skill and that grit to say, I want to go up. I want to be more successful. And that itself, yeah. no matter what you do, you'll be successful. Mm. On top of that, maybe I say last yeah, yeah. second last tip yeah. but, um, would be be careful who you hang out with. Mm. You your <laughs> your your people that you hang out with the most either will pull you down or they'll push you to go further. Correct. So uh, really choose your friends uh, wisely, mm. and if you wanna up your net worth, uh, up your network. Yeah. Yeah. So what what gives you your grit or what motivates you? Well, I failed how I failed enough times to have grit. Hmm. In when well, I failed enough times, with with the maybe I say I hate, I really hate failing, hmm. and I I I did not like the feeling of being a failure. Hmm. So because of that, every time I fail, I look at it as what did I really learn from this? Did it feel bad? Yes, it definitely did feel bad. Mm. But as a result of that, maybe feel bad for that few mm. moments. One hour, two hour. After mm. that, get up, go, and find that next thing that you need to do that makes this even better. I understand. 
and and that kind of built the grit grit in me. I see. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I, I realize most entrepreneurs are fighters. Survivors, lah. Yeah, okay. so, yeah, yeah. Survivor, yeah, fighters. Survivors, tenacious people. Mm. The the that's I think that's attitude. I think that's super important. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like people like no one has any idea how many appointments I meet. Uh, you know, in my whole journey in entrepreneurship, how yeah. like it used to be back to back appointments every single day, and yeah. um, you got to be willing to pay the yeah, price. Yeah. It's, it's as simple as that. Success yeah. is yeah. very beautiful. Yeah, that I I got yeah. I, I just rattle on a little Correct. bit. Yeah, okay, sure. I always got this. this Do all your motivational. See, <laughs> if you are if you are earning thousands, mm. you will not hesitate spending tens. Mm. Okay, correct. But if you are earning thousands, you spend hundreds. Suddenly, you feel like, oh, this is uncomfortable, really, correct? Mm-hmm. But if you are earning tens of thousands, mm-hmm. you will not bother about spending hundreds mm-hmm. because it doesn't feel that yeah, bad. Yeah. You know, if you are earning that million, yeah. then spending the thousands wouldn't feel so bad. Correct. So if you understand that this is how the world works, then your goal should be wherever you are at, make sure you hit that next zero. Mm. Then you realize that, uh, in my opinion, like when I was an employee making few thousand dollars a month, spending few hundred dollars is very painful. But the moment when you start to break through that next level, you start to get ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars income Correct. a month, thirty thousand income yeah. a month. You realize that you spend one thousand, two thousand, it doesn't feel painful at all. Mm-hmm. And one thing is that making money, right, isn't as okay. Making money, okay. I would say what I have uh experienced so far is that. Um, there's always a price to pay for success, right? Yes, always. Okay, the, yeah. But the sacrifices that you have to make, right? It could be number one, time that you put in, right? Yeah. Number two, like hard work, effort, like crazy grind, right? Yeah. Number three, it could be uh quality time with your family, right? Yeah. Number four, it could be your morality. Like like there are people who lose their morality in order to be successful. There are yeah. people who who do illegal stuff in order to be successful. Yeah. So everything is a price tag, right? The question is, are you willing to pay that price? And how do you want to pay that price? Do you want to pay it through time, through hustle, effort? Yeah. Or do you want to pay it through, um, lose, uh, through immense pain? That, that, that's, that's a price to pay for success. And for me, for example, I've left so much money on the table, right? I've left, I, I, I have I've foregone a lot of opportunities because I wasn't willing to give up my values or because like okay, maybe today I was supposed to have an appointment but my dad asked me out for, for dinner and mm. because I haven't eaten dinner with him for a long time I said okay I'll go for dinner with you yeah. and I'll reschedule that appointment instead. Yeah. so there is there is a price that to pay for success the question yeah. is how how willing are you to sacrifice and how far are you willing to go to sacrifice are you willing to wait 18 hours a day 20 hours a day 4 hours of sleep you know? maybe maybe don't scare them too much it's not yeah. that difficult to be really honest yeah. it's just that that choice there's always a choice do you, do you want to do this or do you want to do that it's, it's not correct, correct. that difficult yeah. I, I, I always say always stick to righteousness yes. always the white hat always do things based on integrity and are never harming anyone and the reason why I like to do things that are righteous and all that is because number one um Branding is super important, right? Yeah. Especially in the social media age. Yeah, right. Number two is more sustainable. Yeah. And number three, you feel better about yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like Somehow, when you sleep at night, you will feel that okay, you didn't harm anybody. Yeah, or... I believe karma exists, lah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. no matter what, Especially... there's always cause and effect, right? Yeah. There's always cause and effect. Okay, yeah. so one last thing you wanna say, or one last um, note? Kind of said the last things really, lah. Yeah. I I I do want to wish everybody viewing oh. here. Yeah. Um. 
um, all the best in your success and uh, whoever who whatever stage you are in your yeah. life now whether you are feeling uh, burdened or tough or depressed I just want to encourage you hang in there yeah. because as long as you seek to give value yeah. and you seek to give value to many people the more value that you give you'll realize that money comes at with the right hand of giving value yeah. I mean I just metaphorically speaking yeah. but money comes with giving yeah. value yeah. Yeah. and uh, so why like if people want to learn more from you or um, watch um, your you live can, updates or you can how? google me look for Andrew Tan QO10 okay Andrew okay. Tan QO10 okay. or uh, my website is efreedommaker.com efreedommaker.com okay. yeah and then uh, if you are interested Facebook. come and listen to my e-commerce talks uh, my web uh, my website is workshopsg.com slash q10 is workshop okay. workshopsg.com slash q10 okay cool yeah, thank awesome. you so much uh, yeah and, and it's been a pleasure uh, chatting with you. Thank you, thank you. Thank yeah, I've so learned much. so much from, from you. So. <laughs> thank you, thank you.